where you found us. Welcome to the Community Church Oxford podcast. We are so honored that you decided to join us. We hope that if you don't have a church home, that you'll find a church home that is a Bible preaching church. However, if you are just checking us out, we're honored that you would do that. We hope that you're encouraged by God's word today. You're also encouraged by the experience that you have through our podcast. If you want to find out more about us, you can check us out at www.communityoxford.com or check us out on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Again, thank you for joining us today at the Community Church Oxford podcast. Sense to you. And so as we start this Advent series, you know, I want you to appreciate the anticipation of Jesus coming. Does that make sense? And so before we begin, I I just want to go to God in prayer uh, to just open our hearts and open our minds into what it is he has for us today. God, we again thank you for how you love us. Thank you, Father, for your grace. God, in your mercy towards us, God, we understand and realize that we are imperfect people, but we serve a perfect and mighty God. So, Father, I pray that you would move me out of the way. Father, hide me behind the cross. Use me as your vessel, God. I humbly and willfully submit myself to you. God, I pray you speak to your people today. God, as we get ready to dive into uh, your word today, God, and understand the role of Christ, God, and, and what the reason he came to this earth, God, to be a blessing for us, to be a substitute for us, God. And may we appreciate that. God, we love you and we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, uh, before we dive into our scripture for today, man, there's a word that gets tossed around in our society so much today. Uh, I mean, it's a word that people use to describe themselves or describe uh, other people like them, you know, and that word is, is influencer. You know, there's a lot of talk about being an influencer now, a YouTube, a social media influencer, you know, and looking up that definition of influ- influencer, it says someone with, a, with specialized knowledge authority and insight into a particular area. And so as I was preparing for this message, that word kept popping in my mind, influence. And I'm like, man, we are getting ready to celebrate the greatest influencer of all time. His name is Jesus. I mean, he had so much influence before he got here. He had an effect on people. Before he even was born here, he had an effect on people because of the anticipation of him coming. And we will see in Scripture. We will see in Scripture God's description of his role as the servant king when he comes to earth. You know, I, I've, I, I have kids, you know, and parents, we spend or we allow our kids to spend so much time watching videos of other kids playing with toys that they begged you for. Hours and hours and hours of sitting and watching videos, you know, of somebody doing the same thing. But before we as parents 
jump on that amen train. We've allowed so many other influences to have more influence over our children than us. Because we've used these influences as substitutes sometimes when we are too busy or too tired to give our kids the attention that they crave and that they need. I'm so guilty. So guilty. But when we think about this word influence, somebody with authority, with specialized knowledge and insight into a specific area. And so as we dive into scripture today, I want you to keep that in the back of your mind. Specialized knowledge, authority, and insight. As we get ready to open up to Isaiah chapter 42, beginning at verse 5. Isaiah 42, verse 5, reads, here we go. Thus says God, the Lord. Now, when anytime you see the L-O-R-D capitalized in Scripture, you know that Yahweh is speaking. The God of God is speaking. He says, who the, thus says the Lord, the, the, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. Now, I wanted to point that out to you because now God, God has given you his resume, so to speak. Like what I'm getting ready to tell you, you can put your money on, you can bank on because it's true, because I'm saying it. The God who created the heavens and earth, the God who stretched them out, the God who gave people breath, the God who created every single living thing is getting ready to tell you something of some importance. So I need you to pay attention. And so God is, is letting you know that you can trust what I'm getting ready to say, say to you because of who I am. Verse 6. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations. Now, Christ's coming to this earth was twofold. Number one, he was supposed to be, he, were, he was to be the covenant mediator between God and, and Israel. Jesus was supposed to be the Moses. Just like Moses was the mediator between God and the children of Israel. Jesus came to be the covenant mediator between God and the people of Israel. But not only that, the second part of his mission, his, his, uh, his goal to come here was to be a light for the nations. Not only were the people of Israel to benefit from his coming, but all the Gentiles, all the nations would benefit from his coming, his coming. And so we got God, the creator, the making creator of all things, is telling us that I'm sending you a servant, somebody who's going to mediate the covenant and somebody who's going to be a light to all nations, to all people. Look at verse 7. To open 
the eyes that are blind. Just want to camp out here for a second. If you cannot see the spiritual implications of what's happening in our world today, then spiritually you are blind. Please don't throw anything at me. If you cannot tell by scripture what's happening in our society today, because if you look around, we're taking God out of every single thing. We are taking, we, 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 we trust more the created than we do the creator. We are trying to remove God's word. We are trying to move, remove God's presence from everything in our society t- today. And we wonder why things are as bad as they are. Because we are blind men and women walking. But there's good news. We lit the hope candle today. We have hope, and his name is Jesus. It says he, to open the eyes that are blind. A lot of us may take this as physical blindness, but also spiritual blindness. The blood of Christ is able to remove the scales from our eyes so that we may see who he really is, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon. We have so many men and women that are trapped in the dungeon of sin and guilt and shame and addiction. Jesus came to set them free. He came to set us free. From the prison, those who sit in darkness. I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to go through this life and die and stand in front of Christ. And he tells me he never knew me. Because I was so focused on me and doing what I wanted to do or living out my will and my role for my life that I overlooked his goal and his plan for my life. And I'm thinking I'm the head or I'm my own savior. I'm the Lord of my life. Just a blind man walking. Trapped in spiritual Darkness. But again, we have hope. We have hope, not in this wood, in this, in, in, in this hay, I can't talk, <laughs> but in what it represents, the coming of our Lord Jesus. So we see God giving you his resume, and God telling you the mission of the the servant that is to come. Now let's go to Philippians chapter 2, beginning in verse 5. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 says, Have this mind 
among yourselves, which is yours in Christ. What mind is that? Well, it's this mind that, go to verse 6, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count it equality with God, a thing to be grasped. So here's the thing. What mind is Paul encouraging us to have is the fact that Jesus being fully God and still being fully, fully man, didn't he didn't count it as something that he could use to his advantage. So what did he do? He humbled himself. Why? Because he knew exactly who he was. And so what is Paul encouraging us? Paul is encouraging you to understand who your identity who you are and whose you are is what Paul is trying to encourage us to do. Because once we understand who we are, there is no fear in us being able to stoop or being able to serve other people because we are secure in our identity. Just as Christ was. Scripture goes on to say in verse seven. But emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Now, this has been the subject of a lot of theological debate. Because when you hear that word emptied, you think he took something off or he uh, stopped doing something or he stopped being something. But scripture tells us that he was fully God and yet fully man. And all the commentaries and all the theologians I've listened to has came to this one conclusion is that although he was fully God and yet fully man, the two did not mix. Because if the two mixed, then he would stop being fully God and stop being fully man. And that would mean scripture was lying. And so, but when we hear that term emptied, Jesus never took off anything or stopped being anything. It simply means that he just took on a different role. The role of a servant. Servant king. Fully God, but yet fully man. Came to, came to this earth in the form of a lowly servant to serve us. Scripture tells us that he said, I came to serve and not be served. So when we hear this, he emptied himself. He never stopped being fully God. I heard Dr. Evans say, you pour water in the glass, that water doesn't stop being water. You just get it in a different way. Fully God, yet fully man. Can you wrap your mind around that? The fact that the, give you a little lesson here. Scripture says, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word, the word was with God and the word was God. And then the word became what? Flesh. And so if Jesus is God's word wrapped in flesh, anytime you hear God speak in the Old Testament, guess who was talking? Guess who was speaking? He was there in the beginning. 
He was there in the beginning and he saw fit to come to earth in the form of a servant. For you and me. Because of our blindness, because of our bondage, because of our propensity to sin, because of our weakness and because of of the, the guilt and shame that filled our hearts and our minds. Jesus came in the form of a servant. Just wrap your mind around that. All authority is in his hand, but he came as a servant. Israel was expecting him to come as this king riding on this stallion or what have you and just fight all their battles and and, and conquer all the nations of the earth. He did, just not the way they were expecting.
My name is Fish Robinson. I'm the lead pastor here at Community Church Oxford. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Community Church Oxford podcast. We hope that you'll consider joining us again in the future. Until then, God bless.